0: Welcome to the podcast. My name is Kayleen, and my name is Anna, and we're Entrepreneurqueers, a podcast about two gay idiots uh, navigating owning and operating their own businesses in the midst of end stage
1: capitalism. Hello, everybody. Boom. Yeah. Hello. Well, welcome back. We are. I'm enjoying some kind of uh, unseasonably cool weather. Um, I'm wearing like a a little, a little sweater, a little hoodie right now. Mm. So global warming ain't all bad. Y'all made it to the season finale of uh, season four. So these are like my favorite episodes, honestly, because I feel like we just get to have like like one big inside joke about the whole podcast. Yes. (laughs)
0: Right. Yeah. If you're listening, we love you.
1: Yeah. Um, um, so God. as you know, we do predictions in the intro and Kayleen of so, every finale kindly yeah. pointed out it was not a rioty summer. We were mad right? about Roe versus Wade for about a week. And yeah. then we went back to and paying taxes did shit.
0: Mm-hmm. Everybody did like one rally per major city and nobody burned anything down and we didn't get to loot a target. Yeah. And no one got assassinated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, uh- some judges did, I don't know, around here, some judges did some injunctions so people could keep getting abortions for a little while longer. Uh, everyone just kind of seems like, you know, like, they don't really mean it, do they? Yeah. Uh, phase. Um, so, yeah, we didn't really riot too hard. Yeah. Um, so we were a little a little premature when we said that our prediction was wrong.
1: Yeah, we take it uh, back. For the summer. We take it back. We also, I wanted to do a callback. I said the last round, no hurricanes for uh, Louisiana. Correct. No hurricanes yet. So far. But I mean, you know, right, we'll later. see how this next.
0: Yeah. But that we have that, that is in this the,
1: round of predictions now.
0: We have not even been in the cone of uncertainty yet.
1: For yeah, summer. I don't think there's... Which,
0: considering, mm-hmm. like, uh, 2020, I think we were in the cone of uncertainty eight times between July and October. Ew.
1: Yeah, I can't Maybe imagine. Even, there
0: may have even been, like, an unseasonably
1: early June scare. Yeah, so... um, um All right, so let's do season predictions for, you fall, know, season yeah, five. Fall,
0: what is fall 2022 going to bring us? Um,
1: I... I would like would okay, I would not like, but um my prediction is a, a, a decently sized blackout. Ah. Mm-hmm.
0: In a major city.
1: I I don't know. I don't know where. Are
0: we talking are we talking about like California rolling blackouts or no like a big a, New York ba- blackout? blackout? Yeah,
1: like a, a New York blackout. I had a choir teacher. Uh huh. No less than five times a semester, she would mention how she was, quote, in New York during the blackout. um ah. And if you've ever seen In the Heights, I feel like that's such a cool movie. uh uh-huh. and, and I've never seen it on stage, but they talk about, like, the blackout. It's a blackout. catalyzing moment. Yeah, I mean, because we're getting a lot of floods right now, but we're just not hearing about it because, uh you know. I also
0: feel like I'm not hearing about fires this summer
1: yo like news is straight up just like uh no nah, we're good on that uh, <laughs> i usually
0: see some like horrifying viral post or video or tiktok or something um but no i think
1: they i think they gotta hide it at this point to prevent us all going into mass psychosis um they're too just- late <laughs> We're in a different kind of mass psychosis. They're just
0: it's just like pick which one. Yeah, uh, is it the ma- the delusional one where we're like, I guess I'm just gonna go write my silly little emails <laughs> and pretend everything's fine, yeah. or is it the one that's a little bit uh, more of the like, holy shit, everything's burning down around me?
1: Yeah. Um.
0: They, d- they want
1: you to stay in the silly little emails one, though. Yeah. So, um.
0: They do, because that's what keeps the, the wheels on the capitalism bus.
1: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um. So, okay, that there's one, uh, blackout. Okay, how about you, Kayleen? Uh huh. Um.
0: Let's see. I'm still gonna, you know what? I, I'm gonna predict Henry Kissinger dies every season until he does. Okay.
1: All right. He's outlived so many. Well, and you know what's going to happen when we like stop doing the podcast or something like that. That is when he's actually going to uh-huh. die. So mm. I don't know, Kaylee. Oh you God, may are, be are, are keeping, we keeping him are alive. We keeping him alive. Oh that no. That is you. That is a you. Pro- don't lump me into this. <laughs> um, <laughs> the power of the podcast. Is keeping yeah. this war criminal alive. Um yeah i mean i think we're gonna see i'm gonna i'm gonna say something bold again no hurricanes Uh for louisiana okay texas and Um, panhandle of florida
0: i'm gonna say no consequences for donald trump
1: yeah yeah um how how could they uh Uh how, how could there be you know Who gave who gave him doc who who gave him
0: documents anyway? He doesn't know how to read. (laughs) He doesn't know how to read. He and Leah
1: Michelle. We can trust Leah Michelle with the nuclear codes. You gotta you gotta watch out for Jared Kushner though. I feel like he's the only one that knows how to read. (laughs) (laughs) Where's Jared? Um. what did you do to your (laughs) father-in-law honestly that 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 is kind of a flex though like incriminating your father-in-law like jesus christ i would
0: love some kind of like greek grecian level family drama thing to happen in the trump dynasty yeah they all gonna die son betray son betraying the father in a, like, the mm-hmm. the most, like, hubristic, self-destructive way possible.
1: Well, they kind of had, uh, um, they had, like, a desecrated... Give me a tableau. They had a yeah. desecrated grave. Uh, So his ex-wife died, and they, like, buried her, like, in a... very bar- On like, the golf course yeah. so that he could mm-hmm.
0: take tax breaks because of it. Mm-hmm. Truly, truly
1: just the most
0: unhinged. That's, no, you
1: know like uh, you know how I feel about like uh, disrespecting a, a body. Something only a Gemini could think of. Something only a Gemini could think of. I yeah, like I I just feel like that's
0: it's been like an ancient I feel law. Like, I feel like people talk shit on earth signs and what they'll do for money, but a Capricorn would never.
1: No. No, a a Capricorn understands karma too much. Right. Like or, mm, because that's that's like because that's like for me that's like a line i feel like if you cross like if there was hell you would go there is like disrespecting somebody's dead body like yeah holy shit you didn't even give them a proper fucking burial like oh okay all right like like I, the, 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 in every single culture that is unforgivable anyway um
0: yeah, I think we're going to have just a truly buck wild Black Friday situation, like, at least in some cities. Um, I just feel like the respect service industry people, time has passed. And everyone's back to mm-hmm. being an asshole or worse. Um, and uh, people have been inside for too long and they don't know how to act in public.
1: This one's kind of so. dark, but I... Uh, I think monkeypox is going to fizzle and I think polio is going to rage. Oh fuck. Dark. Yeah. Dark. Dark. But um Dark. Yeah, I I keep looking. I keep
0: I keep last night I was slightly convinced that I had monkeypox because I had a pimple on my boob.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a weird one. Um I I don't know. That just for some reason it just seems less Meant. I know it's like bad, but I mean these are a little um uncouth predictions so i just yeah. yeah
0: i yeah i'm still just kind of baffled as to how we've turned monkeypox into a gay std
1: yeah because i feel like that's how it all starts Remi- like, remember when they did it with covid and they were like it's only black and mexican people getting it do you guys remember that that was fucking weird when they're like they're like no right. i don't know why but like it's not affecting white people or then people in africa weren't getting it and it was just like i don't know right. like people in america they 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 did the same thing in america they're like black and mexican americans are getting it and it was just like Everyone wants to think that they're special or
0: that there's something innate about them that makes them human. When, when honestly, there is, like, no biological difference between the races. Race is a cultural construct. It's not. There's nothing biological about it. It's, we're all human beings. It's uh, the only thing, the only reason that an infectious disease would uh, treat would would categorize someone differently is for social reasons, not for biological ones.
1: Yeah, it's so, so stupid. Um, I don't know. The polio one really freaks me out. Um, yeah, yeah. Ooh, we're gonna have an
0: iron lung fall.
1: Oh my god. I called. <laughs> I called my folks, and I was just like, "Am I vaccinated?" And my dad he made it. I think too you young to he was like yeah. or to pull for polio, not smallpox. Yeah. Uh, for polio. And he was just like, no, nah, Anna, we just fed you to the wolves. He's like, Of course you're fully vaccinated. <laughs> I was like, okay. I
0: don't but I, I feel like they phased a polio vaccine out at some point because they thought it was completely eradicated.
1: I think they are still vaccinating. I don't know. Um this would be a good question for a friend of the pod. Our epidemiologist Fajillion. friend, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: friend of the pod, yeah. Um, I just work here. Maybe it, maybe it's the small, maybe it's the small pack. Because there is a yeah, vaccine just, that leaves like
1: yeah, no, they the they call it the scar. scar. Yeah, and, yeah, that's um, it's a joke. And if you're like, if you have a friend or you're dating somebody with that scar, you know they're gonna cook well. They because it's like the um uh, the third world scar. Right, because they kept doing it and so like they're, they're I think they're good for smallpox but yeah no I dated a okay. guy who had that scar and he told me all the jokes uh, so right. anyway um all right that's uh that's enough for predictions because uh you know what mm-hmm. Kayleen, sometimes I think we just should not say too much. <laughs>
0: right?
1: too po- we are, we are too powerful. Too Oopsies. powerful. <laughs> we had a polio. Oh, oh. uh, what do we do this time? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like New York has a blackout and everybody gets polio and we're just like, Ugh. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Okay, so... Well, what did you speak aloud? Mm. Uh, oh, yeah, on public broadcast to make it even more powerful. Yeah. Bitch. Right. You yeah, bitch. Yeah, put it on the internet. <laughs> um,
0: uh, at least we don't transcribe our podcasts. Ugh, what God is that? God forbid if we put it into writing. Like, if we put it into writing. Yeah. Like, make transcriptions of what... we're.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Some, um, one thing... Uh, I want to bring up in the intro, as we just talked about, you know, the uh, end of the fall. <laughs> uh, me and Kayleen are launching our coaching beta test. I, I don't know if they'll be open by the time this podcast comes yeah. out. Um, but I think we talked about it in the last episode. We are taking on it is. some beta coaching Yeah. Sessions. It's like a pilot program. It's a pilot program. That's a good idea. That's a good word for it.
0: Where we're like trying to figure out, we have some, we have some thoughts on what could be a cool, unique, effective, um, brief coaching model designed around like, um, right now we're designing around like a 40 to 60 minute session with the potential to grow. Um, but we are trying to figure out if, uh, it's effective for people who are not us, Um, so we're uh taking uh three people to coach um with a single session each um that'll have some follow-up uh guides and goals um and we're doing that for free uh we're just asking y'all we have a a little survey link um that you can find uh nothing is free we want your
1: feedback
0: Your feedback, in exchange for feedback. It'll be on the Instagram in the little link tree in the bio, a link to the, um, survey if we are still taking submissions for people. Um, this is designed for people who already have a business, which means you have made at least one sale, Mm -hmm. um, uh, and that you are, you must be looking to either grow or, and or pivot, um, in your business and, uh. And also be a big gay idiot.
1: All righty. Um, yeah. so let's hop into tarot time. Tarot, time, tarot time, time tarot, 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 tarot time, tarot time, tarot time. Okay, so time. this is like one of my favorite parts of like the whole podcast. This like recap and we only
0: started doing this last season.
1: I know where we did an actual card by card recap. Because the last season was so crazy. We kept getting eight. of We kept getting so many,
0: we kept getting so many repetitions. And that was, and, and I feel like we had, I feel like the season before that we had um, so many guests mm-hmm. and the cards wound up being like very resonant for them in particular. Yeah, they were just like these cards for me less, and me only. It was only. less about the reader. It was about it was less about the reader journey and uh, more about the guests. Yeah, which is super effective.
1: Yeah, so I guess just like a heads up for next season, I, it'll be another guest heavy season. I don't think we yeah, even had a guest he, this season, but I am missing. I would like to. Uh, I don't think we've ever had people. guests
0: in a while. Yeah, if you um, are someone uh you if there's anyone who you think would be a good fit that you like to listen to or follow on social media um who's like a entrepreneur or works for themselves and is uh queer um or worth compelling. talking to if they're not compelling mm-hmm. um uh we DM us and we'll reach out to them yeah because wanna, i mean
1: Kayleen I don't know if this is like your number one objective But I feel like it's mine with this podcast it's, mm-hmm. It needs to be compelling And this is entertainment yeah. right So like yeah. uh, that's that's the fun of it Like cool if you get some like nuggets of knowledge But if you are not interested And it's not interesting or compelling Or exciting to listen to Who the fuck cares So, um, Yeah
0: there's only so much shit that we can talk about Before we just repeat ourselves Which is fine entertaining for us But I don't know about y'all <laughs>
1: I want. I want to bring some other people on too. Um, yeah, I, I've been having some like conversations said, with people that I'm just like, yeah, I want. I would like you to come on because even if some of the people I want to come on next season, like, I want to have. I want them to have an example to send to other places to have be like here this is what I sound like as a podcast guest you know Mm -hmm. because I think it's really effective in like spreading your message too because some people just have these stories that are just like bro like this needs and and podcasting is it's like oral history it's really cool um really love the medium (laughs) Wow, we are anyways, so good at, uh, you know. Take us through the journey. Ace of Wands is what we started out with, mm-hmm. which is such a fortuitous, mm-hmm. you know, season opener card. And then the Hanged Man, and this was when we had uh Roe versus Wade overturned. And then we had Ace of Pentacles, which is just like, Ace and then Knight of Pentacles, which was just like, okay, get the fuck back to work, you know, like new ideas put sink your sink your teeth in start digging and then this one this couplet the lovers and the empress which is just like you know pregnant with a business idea mm-hmm. and three of pentacles which is all about uh teamwork and for me kind of activating uh, business and spirituality through other people
0: Yeah, so I feel like last season was very much about a journey of, like, leaving things behind and moving on and um, figuring out next steps, and this is about, like, rooting down into where you are, like Mm -hmm. Pentacles, very Earth-heavy, Lovers and the Empress, also very grounded, Mm -hmm. worldly cards. Worldly. um, Where it's really all about... um, Laying like starting new things and making the connections that you need to like flourish where you're at. Um, really about like, uh, not just, not just figuring out how to stand on your own, but figuring out how to align yourself with the appropriate people who, or, and, um, so that like success is advantageous. Mm hmm. Um, so yeah. Um, that took us through a summer um and we are now when this comes out um at towards the end of leo season and about to uh venture into virgo territory which is about as earthly as it gets mm-hmm. i so, like virgo i fuck with virgo i virgo my rising sign
1: i i like her she's the maiden to finish us off the virgin right isn't
0: that the virgin yeah artemis let's see oh interesting uh this isn't this isn't super great (laughs) we have the nine of swords okay interesting interesting um so what in what ways are you letting fear uh get in the way of what you want if we're looking at this in uh conjunction with the rest you know i think everybody has like the uh sunday scaries as it were um and so maybe this is you have uh Done the things you need to do. You've had the ideas. You've made the implement implementations. You've taken your first steps. You've found people who are in your corner. What is holding you back from actually doing the thing? Mm-hmm. And is it you? Is it just you? Because probably, probably yes. Um, like, why? What is your? What are your fears um, and anxieties? Uh, how are they working against you?
1: Um, I would also say Nine of Swords can also be very, like, stuck in a loop. You are keeping uh-huh. yourself in a loop, and you're not letting yourself yeah. get out. And you're stressing yourself out because you're not just fucking doing what you're supposed to do. And I feel you like... You also...
0: Yeah. You're also maybe not taking very good care of yourself right now. Like, please get some fucking sleep.
1: Yeah. And I think also Nine of Swords can be, like... All right, like, you need to change something, and if you don't, you're going you're gonna to tower, and if you do, yeah. you can wheel a fortune, but, right. you know, how do you want to spin it? Because right now, you're, yeah. like... Yeah,
0: this one is very ghouly. It's got a lot of, um, like, figures that are reaching out that are, like, ghostly. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, traditionally, um, this card is just, like, somebody sitting up in bed and, like, not sleeping. Yeah. um they say this it's one the no seems sleep like there
0: yeah this one seems like there are like taunting figures behind a veil and then there's a very gnarly looking skull wearing a crown of swords
1: yeah because the nine in the tarot is usually a very fortuitous card um you know nine of pentacles nine of uh cups and even nine of wands you know you can like take a rest but like nine of swords right you're keeping yourself you from the move, good nines. Yeah. It's it's only you. Nobody yeah. else is doing it. Um,
0: and the break. and the, yeah and and the next step with ten of swords is uh, is killing something dead so you can get up and walk away. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, if you're carrying a lot of baggage um, from maybe the what you left behind last season, uh, maybe it's all psychic at this point. Maybe you've physically done what you need to do, but like, what do you mentally? What patterns do you need to acknowledge and, and leave behind?
1: Hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, cool. That is very interesting because, yeah, yeah, I feel like we had, like, only good cards. And I, I just would never. You know, I don't really would ever say like Nine of Swords. Whereas is I feel good. like
0: Nine of Swords is one of the few where I'm like, yeah, there. A lot of cards. I'm like, there's good and bad interpretations, and the Nine of Swords is just kind of bad. Yeah. It's just
1: bad. Yeah. So, I would say
0: Ten of Swords has more positive connotations for me than the Nine of Swords ever ever has.
1: I mean, because Ten of Ten Swords. Ten of is swords yeah, it's the end of a cycle. Which it's the same. It's yeah. death and rebirth, you know? Nine of swords, yeah. you're just Ten kind of... Ten of swords
0: is also, like, it's also just, like, relief because you know the thing is dead. There's no temptation to go back to it.
1: Yeah, and it's also, like, eight of swords is what's come comes before that, and that's also a shit card. That's just, like... The the eight f-
0: of swords is also about, yeah, it's about the, the trap that your mind keeps you in.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, y'all best of luck with that uh, I guess best of yeah. luck to us as well but also yeah get, prioritize sleep mm-hmm. um, it
0: could just be a like fucking insomnia card
1: yeah exactly I think uh, you know workaholic or traveling or circumstance or perhaps uh-huh. it's about the blackout and it's too hot to yeah. sleep
0: get some battery operated fans y'all they're life changing yeah if there's one
1: thing you take from this podcast it's a get a battery operated fan i'm telling you Mm -hmm. what you think we're not going to need that where we're going (laughs) um all right so today's episode um, set the table we are serving the
0: main dish
1: We're going to kind of dive in to the methodology of what Kayleen and I are developing. And it's kind of like this idea that we hear so, like there's like this gatekeeping of business, right? Like this NBAA and you have to be successful and very smart. There's this whole idea. I don't know who conned us into thinking they're all smart. Practical Mm -hmm. and practical. Yeah. um, And like... This, this will work because this, 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 and this. Um, I just, I just don't think that's how it works. Um, and I, I feel like I've talked to a lot of people and, and right, like you definitely have to put systems in place and have like your systems work for you. But what people don't talk about is how often you have to change your systems and how, your next up level, and you know, to keep the wheel turning, you have to make bad decisions. And because people are like, "Oh, you know, you fail upwards," you have to be a fuck. In order to fail, you have to be stupid. You do, right? Because it's just like, well, what's the point? You know, and and then
0: I'm telling you, people who are are smart are so afraid of mm-hmm. failing that they don't actually ever take any action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You kind of just have to let your, I don't know. Um, So I'm a nerd and I play D&D. And this kind of reminds me of, like, the first time that I really played. And I was having a lot, part of, I was having a lot of trouble, which is weird. Because, like, as a, you know, a theater person, like, you think, like, oh, role playing. That's your your, improv. Great. You're going to be great. I was having a lot of trouble because my character was, like, a himbo. Um, but me, Kayleen, kept thinking about the consequences of the actions of my character and not doing anything. And, like, and then our, like, DM, like, who was running it was like, because there were a lot of new players, was like, there's no way to win this. There's no, there's no right or wrong in the way that you play this game. There's no way to win. You're just, you just have to, like, take action and tell a story And I will, and then the world will build itself around that. So I was preventing myself from telling a good story because I, as the player, was thinking about the actions when my, the whole, my character was an impulsive Mm -hmm. idiot. I just needed to do impulsive idiot things. And it got a lot more entertaining and fun after Mm -hmm.
1: that.
0: When I stopped trying to think about it it as like a game to win and be strategic about. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think about, well, it reminds me of, like, improv acting. And I dibbly dabbled in acting for a bit, which I'm sure y'all have gathered, because me and Kayleen have very, (laughs) I feel like we go on these acting, like, bad actor, like, you know, you're like, it's bad behavior, and I'm like, it's art! (laughs) Um, But one thing that, I think really helped me in improv acting, and it's also a skill that you can take when you need to like play an idiot. You know, like if you are if you're being too nine of swordsy about something, if you are getting too stuck in your head and it is causing you anxiety, I would change my breath like instantly. So. For example, like in improv, uh, it would be like, okay, you're scared. Okay, how does a scared person breathe? (sighs) (sighs) And then all of a sudden, once you start to breathe like that, you are there. And you're just like, oh, my fucking God, I am scared. I'm not even, like, thinking about the words that are coming out of my mouth because they're real. Because I tricked my body into thinking this is the emotion that I'm feeling right now. And it's, like, the same thing about, like, being an impulsive idiot How do they talk, you know? It's just, like, kind of probably slow and, like, a vocal fry and, like, maybe if they are excited, you know, like, you breathe longer. And and full, full confidence...
0: But also humble, mm-hmm. where they're like, "Yeah,
1: whatever. Like, sure, yeah, right on. Yeah, let me you know? fuck it up. I mean, what's what's the worst that could happen? You know, fuck around and find yeah. out. You know, <laughs> it's let's go. It's cute. It's fucking cute to like live like that. And I think there's this freedom on the other side of of letting yourself like experiment and then failing at something." And then have it, you know, just being like, oh, that's something I failed at. I think I've mentioned this before, but I think like 2012, 2013, I made an art website that it was a bunch of different artists and you could buy their art with Bitcoin. What does that sound like? You know, my idea didn't work, but was it a bad idea? No, it wasn't. And it was just like, I... And tried it out, you know. And I've had like lots of projects and businesses that failed or like didn't go how I wanted them to go. But like that's just more information for me to know at this time. Mm-hmm. Um, and as somebody that works with a lot of vendors, I gotta tell you, or <laughs> people that have like small businesses or even larger businesses, are hearing people's founding stories. And you kind of see the structures that like it's barely hanging on. I think anybody with a job pretty much knows that it's just like the people in charge are like, bro, efficiency is not number one. And that's okay. Like we don't live in an efficient society where things even need to be turning a profit like think about uber they've never had a profit airbnb has never had a profit but it has revolutionized life um i think a lot of people listening to this you know we need to make money right and we need to we would like to have our businesses be profitable but um i think we're also in an era of exploration and like what what do you think is cool you know and like all of these things are bad ideas, you know. Like, like none of that shit should have worked because it was fine. You know, it was there wasn't even that much. Of, like Airbnb, there wasn't even that much of like a market hole. It, it was literally some dude right. just trying to like pay less for rent, and then funny, funny, it has like fucked up our entire rental market. Like that's just kind of like ah. the waves of what we're dealing with
0: it's it's pretty uh telling how much of the like (sighs) leaps in technological innovation that have happened in the last like 70 years are literally a direct result of scientists experimenting with LSD like (laughs) yeah that's like from the 50s onward literally so much of, so much of, like, what we have right now is because they gave some, the, the, what, what we now consider, like, computer programmers. Mm-hmm. My uh, first. Mind-altering drugs. I, I
1: don't know how to put this. Like, I feel like everybody kind of has like a client like this or has had a client like this where they're just kind of like sugar daddy clients where they just like they Uh put you on and they open doors for you and they like provide this like security for you so my first like sugar daddy client loved lsd would consider himself a i don't what do they call it a psychonaut like somebody who does Mm -hmm. he would go to like Uh, conferences about microdosing and this is even like in like 2017 so I feel like this is before it really got like I feel like the I I think since 2020 I think everybody's like fuck yeah I do mushrooms every day (laughs) it's been (laughs) become really cavalier um but uh he wasn't particularly smart he really wasn't like he was very sloppy he was very trusting he was fucking fried um but his business also made you know just him and and it hired me and my partner as a contractor his business did like a million dollars in a year
0: so Mm -hmm. i would also say i think some of the most successful people i've ever met are people who are super inquisitive about other
1: people. Great point, Kayleen. Yeah. It's
0: is like literally I met a man this past year, a client who is probably one of the wealthiest men in the city. And I did a private event at his home, which is one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. And once the like businessy portion of the event was over, he spent A good chunk of it, just in the kitchen, talking to us and asking us questions about our business, about our history, about what we do, about, like, Mm -hmm. uh, about the food, about... He just, like, just, like, endlessly curious. Mm -hmm. And another one of my friends knows him from a different connection, and he was like, oh, yeah, um, I basically... Um, At this point, have um, he's he took so like he's like he's he's a pastry chef. He was like, yeah, I like uh, at this point, basically, I know that I have a loan from him whenever I want it. Mm. Like, I don't know, people. Just like the most successful people I know are the people who are the most curious about how things outside of them work. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, because there is always something to learn and i think yeah i i think the desire and curiosity and also
0: connecting connecting with other people is so important to growing your business whether those are clients or not or business associates or not like um i feel like we're all so like fucking chronically online that we forget that like in-person interactions are gonna. There is what's really gonna like propel you forward.
1: Yeah, back to back to our thesis statement: meet your neighbors, or meet your rich meet your neighbors. other neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah, I mean, it is really interesting because I feel like we've all met that person who is unable to ask you about yourself. Um, you're like, wow, you didn't like. I have a friend um, who she was she had a really good gauge on whether or not she liked a person and there were two things that she noticed whether or not they laughed and whether or not they asked any questions about the other person and I was like
0: that's solid that's how I gauge that's how I gauge dates Mm -hmm. like that for a long like based on I was like oh yeah if they if they don't ask me questions about myself or don't really seem to care too much about the answer or only using the answer to then talk about themselves that's not something i'm gonna go on a second date Mm -hmm. with and i think it's also really helpful if you're someone who has like social anxiety or or, are feel like you're socially awkward or like have the easiest way to appear friendly or to make a good impression or to keep a conversation going when you – is to just keep asking the other person questions about themselves. Mm-hmm. People love talking about themselves. Mm-hmm.
1: And it makes it easy for them too, right? Um, yeah. And, yeah, you're,
0: you're giving them a, a – you're, you're throwing them a rope.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like – yeah.
0: And that's usually what I do when I – if there is, like, a lull in conversation, sometimes that's nice because it's nice to see how – um, people people's tolerance for silence. Um, but if I want to keep it going or if I feel too awkward, if I don't have a huge capacity for it at the moment, just ask just ask them a question about themselves. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I was telling and what what you this, Kayleen, that I feel yeah. like I um, I'm not as extroverted as I thought I was. and like a lot of times I've been around people where they kind of lead the conversation. and that is very welcome for me because
0: it's yeah but you're also like you're not extroverted but when you're um but you're all you are curious I am
1: very curious and
0: if there's a if there's an interesting person in front of you especially if they're a new new person then conversation is very easy Mm -hmm. for you
1: yeah I do ask a lot of questions and I think that's um I think we miss that a lot in our education system here uh like the critical thinking and like the curiosity um so we kind of have uh a, like an, an Americanized, maybe like um, self, self-conscious self about asking questions or being perceived dumb. Right. Um, but I gotta tell you, I was playing a board game and I was like, I'm really stupid, I'm bad at games. And then there was this other woman. She was like, me too, I'm so stupid, I'm so bad at games. Uh, I, I won that round and then she won like almost the whole game. I talked to her afterwards, and she was like, "Man, you pulled one on us. Like, you said that," and I was like, "You did the same thing." Come to find out, she's a fucking professor at Cornell. You know, like it is. It is a hustle, all right. Like, especially for us femmes out there, like because men, the men, are not gonna double. They're not gonna double. They're not gonna be like, "Oh yeah, she's smart." Like, <laughs> they're, like. Yo, they're just not They're not thinking about you like that If you're like I'm dumb And then you do something And then You know Then they're just like It's it's kind of nice To have That percept. I mean it's kind of like A pool shark almost You know um, Yeah But I just think it's fun too Just to like Like talk to people And um, I mean one of my favorite people To talk to here Is uh Is is Chuck Who, who lives on my front porch Yeah um, <laughs> we have a lot of gotcha. I've learned a lot about the neighborhood through him I've learned a lot about this city because quite frankly he's the oldest friend that I have and he has lived here the longest and he has been in the neighborhood yeah. the longest and like
0: Doc Doc was one of my favorite people to talk to when I was in Florida uh-huh.
1: it's always the, quirk, the quirky old men and that's something that came through from uh, Kayleen and I is uh, connect connect with older women Right? Yeah. Um, be curious, yes. ask questions. Um, it's something that I'm trying more, but I had a meeting on uh, Saturday and I hope to have her on the podcast because we just had like an incredible conversation and I got to hear a lot about her story and it, it, it activated me. And I think it's a really yeah. cool place to be in where we can allow ourselves to be open and vulnerable and set enough enough time, right? Like like we had coffee for like two hours um, and I just felt like a buzz from just like having a conversation with somebody. Um, and it reminds mm-hmm. me of when I started my business and cold DMing people, uh, hey, you're a videographer in Denver, you're a woman, let's meet up. And kind of like comparing notes and meeting people because a lot of times um, they were happy to meet me, uh, and and it wasn't yeah. ever like throw me a job or anything. It was just kind of like comparing notes. It's like yeah. Um, Ask yourself, what would I? Do, what could I do, and who could I
0: meet if I was too stupid to be anxious? Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, so much of anxiety is literally just overthinking. And it and I think it comes down to. And if you ignore yeah. that part of your brain, you may not be able to turn it off. But if you ignore mm-hmm. that part of your brain to just do a thing, to have like, you know, in terms of tarot, like fool energy. Fool energy. Yeah, that's cool. Which is like what I when I do readings for people, I talk about whenever I pull the fool, I say you have to have you have to approach this with the enthusiasm of a beginner.
1: Uh huh.
0: Um, where you're, where you, you don't know enough about the consequences to be afraid of the action. Yeah. Because, if, I mean, honestly, like, I, I've talked about this before. Like, if you have the capacity to imagine the worst case scenario, you have the capacity to ma- imagine the best. It's just a mm-hmm. choice. Um, and also, if you, um, like, it, uh, if, doing nothing often has the same or similar results to whatever your worst case scenario that you can imagine is so why not just like do the thing Mm -hmm. and maybe hope that that the opposite happens Mm -hmm. yeah um and believe me i get it i have anxiety i am an overthinker it's a like conscious part of your brain that you have to just tap into that is about doing and not thinking
1: Mm mm-hmm Um, and I know this is going to be a little bit of a wild card kind of, uh, Mm -hmm. tactical thing. So I have pretty much been anxiety free my entire life. Um, but then in 2018, um, for about a year, I would, I wouldn't say consistent, but I was like going through a divorce and like a bunch of bad family shit. Um, I had panic attacks and I like never really had that before. And... Um, I I haven't had one I think since 2019, maybe 2020. But it's been a few years, so I, I feel like that chapter of my life is is closed. And that that's also very valuable information too. A panic attack, like mm-hmm. okay, I had to really take care. Um, but one thing that I started doing was uh, Kundalini breath work, and that kind of pulled me out of it. I started dancing, also pulled me the fuck out of my head and then meditating, listening to guided meditations and I feel like when we think about things where it's like oh I want this so I need to do this, this, this and this but for me what kind of got me out of my head and into just like thinking at all, not just think- feeling good it was allowing myself to feel good and I know that's like a lot easier than it sounds yeah. but like You can meditate. This is something I feel like people don't talk about when you meditate. But, like, it's happened to me. It's happened to friends. Like, you can meditate, and it can feel like you're about to fucking orgasm. It can feel like edging. And, like, that's a weird thing to say because it's just, like, God. But, like, you're letting in so much energy through your head. It feels like you're about to come from your fucking third eye. It's the same fucking sensation. And, like... Once you can kind of feel that and just be like, oh, oh, you know what I mean? For free? Alone? Nobody else? For free? <laughs> like, and then, and then it's, yeah. No touch. No, yeah. And then, and then it starts to become this whole thing of like, less of like, being directed by like, what you think you want. Because I, I've fallen into that a lot, too. Like, oh, I think I want this. And then you get it, and you're like, no, dude. Like, And just kind of. I wanted, I, yeah, I wanted it wrong. <laughs> but just, like, literally, like, that, that idiot shit of, like, following your bliss. Um, you know, and this is obviously not a podcast for people who are into their suffering because I feel like that's a whole vibe too of people who like to be miserable um and to each their own that's your journey my friend but however I am trying to edge during meditation so (laughs) right I hate anxiety I I really like it It just yeah
0: I also think yeah if there's as much Practically, If there is as much that you can do in your day to day mm. to empty your brain, because I think one of the most valuable pieces of like, quote, I think I got it like somebody said it in a fucking YouTube video that I watched in 2013 and it has stuck with me since, which is that your brain is for thinking. It's not I for storage. I said that to
1: someone yesterday, how much, Kayleen. How
0: much of your like anxiety and paralysis is based on the fact that your brain is too full right now so think about what organizational systems you need to put in place so you can empty your brain of what it's just storing so you can like have room for creative processes and thought
1: Wow, that is so
0: cool. For me, I love that. I just wrote that yeah, down. Yeah, I mean, that's why. That's why I love planning, and whether or not they are plans that I actually enact or stick to, it is more about it is for me. Mm-hmm. That is meditation is sitting down with my planner and some fucking colored highlighters, which like people shit on all the time because that's a shit that girls like is like or you know they make they me memofy the like things that make me feel like i have my shit together just getting it out on a planner and organizing it and making it look nice and writing down my to-do list and whether i do it all or not it gets it out of my brain and it frees me up for so much other, so much other it's stuff. It's so
1: funny. I I so I, I went to a breathwork session yesterday, and it was man, it was quite a journey. Uh, a lot of releasing. Yeah. A lot. It was like somatic breathwork, so it was like people yelling and crying, and it was very intense. But yeah. everybody like had their journal, and I started. The, actually, the woman next to me started talking to me because I have like my big journal that says "big ideas only," and I was like, "I was like, do you write every day?" And she was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Me too." I was like, "Cool." And I was like, "Yeah." I mean, I'm at a point where I'm almost codependent with it because I am not remembering things if I don't write it down, and I think in some mm-hmm. facets that can be like bad. Like, what do you mean you don't remember? But I quoted what you said kayleen which is so funny because i haven't said it in months yeah. and I was like you know what i have a friend that says like your brain isn't supposed to hold all that you're not supposed to remember all that like it's too yeah. much it's too much
0: no it's about it's about making sure that you have the tools and then you have to make yourself you then you have the the tricky part the thing that most people don't follow through on is then like is training yourself to mm-hmm. use the tools Lots of people have a planner, or they like have a phone calendar, or they and they put effort into setting it up, but then they don't ever go back to it, and so they think Mm -hmm. it doesn't work for them. But you have to like incentivize yourself. You have to find ways to incentivize yourself to keep using it until it becomes a habit. Yeah, it's kind of like setting yourself
1: up on autopilot, just like anything else. Uh
0: huh. Or like getting it. Like yeah. Like it's like it's like a workout routine you have to you have to just like you have to do it until doing it becomes like part of your life that's not yeah i
1: have a friend she has a she's a single mother of a like an infant and she says i'm uh i'm too much in motion to worry and i was like i feel that she was just like i'm moving too much to, yeah. to freak out about anything
0: yeah, I mean honestly, sometimes I feel like anxiety mm-hmm. is a luxury. Mhm. It's a privilege. Yeah.
1: Philosophize to be able your to life. kind
0: of like get lost in your own <laughs> in your own bullshit. That's yeah. That's that's something that you only have at like a certain sense, at a certain yeah. level of security.
1: Um All right. So this is so the bro book review. Bro, book reviews. I read a bro book every week, so you don't have to. I, Kayleen, stop. I don't think I've done this one, but let me. Have I done the Power of Now? I don't think so. I don't know. I really, I don't think I, I have. But um, if if I okay. did, somebody, you know, let me know. But so the Power of Now. Is by Eckhart Tolle or Tolle, and he is this German man who his audiobooks are wild and
0: yeah, he is about as woo woo as he you can fucking get. Him and Abraham Hicks to me are like are like the epitome of, yeah. of just well, like outdoor shit. I like
1: Abraham Hicks a bit more because they're like, I channel intergalactic aliens and like Eckhart Tolle is just like I sat on park benches for three years so you don't have to um but it's a really good one for this (laughs) one about kind of like calming the mind so I stumbled upon this book this is a whole story I lived in San Francisco for like two or three months on accident my friend was like I was going to just show up and we were going to go to Hawaii together, but he was, had this cool squat in the mission. And so it was me, Anthony and Lillian, and we're all in one bedroom of this squat. And I've, I, and, and like Anthony only ate fruit and Lillian, we became more close than with Anthony and, and Lillian was going through, um, estrogen treatment. And so I would, uh, do the shots in the ass because, yeah, an- anxiety, right? Uh-huh. Like, I don't want to do it, you do it, and I was like, I don't want to do right. it <laughs> But, you know, it's San Francisco, so we were, like, squatting in, like, a hippie's, you know, old thing, old house, and so Lillian would have, like, these panic attacks, and this was, like, the first time I ever really experienced somebody with, like, in- intense anxiety, and so we would listen to The Power of Now on audio, to calm down yeah and, ah. and it's, it's been a while since i've read it um i think i've reread it again maybe like a few years later but i haven't read it recently um people really like it and i would say do not listen the the audio is a tough listen because he talks like this and it is just very weird i don't know i, I don't like his voice um, but it's a very beautiful book to just kind of, like, poke through. Um, and, it, it, and it's good to leaf through it and poke through it and enjoy it. Um, I don't think it, like, changed my life or anything. But maybe it changed hers, you know? Because that's what her, like, you know, that was her come to, come home, audio so yeah I've definitely seen it help people um I enjoyed it I wouldn't say it was like life-changing for me
0: yeah I don't think I've ever experienced Eckhart Tolle but I have uh definitely listened to podcasts that talk. it's also about yeah McCart-toli, because it comes so. in
1: it comes again like these business br- bros kind of use these books to like I don't know Meditation for business inspiration Which is such a weird take To yeah. get like I get it I get it but it's also just like The man literally Sat on park benches For three years to not think Like But but it's also right. just like And now you're using it to but Strategize like, America <laughs> uh, America's Brutal man you know like We we gotta yeah. We gotta go, or we're not. You know, it's just like step on the gas, right. or like fucking. Do you see those uh, TikToks where it's like the cars going on the sketchy uh, roads, and it's like, do they crash or not? <laughs> yeah.
0: The, like uh, yeah. What CGI does that say about auto, us? Like, that
1: we that they have millions get, of views. Yeah. Millions of views of fake car crashes. I just love
0: one of my favorite tiktokers does a uh, d do, will duet them and just be like all right did i survive am i gonna die or will i get paralyzed <laughs> like he <laughs> do i do i die or survive and so they will narrate each one and be like "Ooh, no Ooh, Not i'm walking away from that Ooh. one <laughs> nope dead immediately Out of pocket
1: yeah. Ooh, very funny um
0: Yeah, I mean, this is, again, uh, (laughs) this is a prime example of Mm -hmm. people's anxiety creating, uh, literally (laughs) creating death scenarios for a million people to morbidly fixate over.
1: Bro, I don't know. It's 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 out of pocket. But um, find us find me on the fake guru on TikTok and the dot guru on Instagram. And entrepreneurs podcast. Mm -hmm. Um we're going on a little breaky break for the next four or so weeks. Mm -hmm. We'll be back on the equinox of the twenty first. Or what what is it? Yeah, the equinox. September
0: twi- the fall equinox. Um, yeah, you can find me Swamp Witch with four eyes. And if you're listening to this on or around when it comes out, um, if you go to Candles Unincorporated on Instagram, you can find more information about ordering candles because the candle batch order form will stay open through August twentieth. Yeah. Um, we we are shipping. Um, we do flat rate boxes. So um, I you up. I would say if you are someone who doesn't live in the New Orleans area and you want candles, we do have flat rate boxes, which are a little expensive. So, if you've got a friend, um, a popular thing that people do is they'll go in on an order because you can fit a lot in the boxes that we use. Um, Nice. And then you split shipping. Yeah. yeah, so we've got some really some of our, like, basically, it's uh, nine of our most popular scents that people uh, said they missed the most um, from us not uh, doing a batch for, like, that's, about How did six you months, gather
1: that so. info? Sometimes I'll just do
0: Instagram polls, but yeah. also people just tell me, like, they tell me what their favorites are. I pretty much brought parlor tricks back because there were two people who I know are obsessed with it. Yeah. Like, Fan fave. That's it. You know, all right, fan faves. Um, yeah. Also, if you're someone who's bought before, um, I'm throwing in a little uh, uh, freebie for repeat oh, customers. Hell yeah. So,
1: thanks for listening. Not advertised. That's a, that's a podcast exclusive. Have all a right. gay
0: day. Yep. Have a good day. Gay day.